0: What's up, my friends? Matt Prince here. This is the Matt Prince podcast brought to you by strengthcoachsecrets.com and Royal Fitness. Today's topic is this, just lift it, bro. Right. So there is a bunch of people that will see stuff and say that it's wrong, right? And these are people that are purists, um, sport purists, uh, lifting purists, technique Nazis, keyboard warriors. You can see it all over the place, right? people will will say things that um, are unasked for, but also like they say it to make themselves feel better, right? Whether it makes them feel superior or smarter. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but, it's very very common now. One of the things that I've seen pop up in the past, and they popped up again today, which was a banterous thing from one of my boys, um, giving me shit because I always give him shit. So it was, it was completely. This is just something that reminded me of, of another time that this has happened. But he was he basically said in a video, uh, "Keep your hips down, your cow." And I, I thought, you know, fucking funny, like all good, um, hilarious. But there was a time a while ago where another uh, another trainer um, called us out for it and sort of put up this list of IPF rules, right now. When, like IPF is a powerlifting, International Powerlifting Federation for you guys that, that didn't know that um, because you, you might not be into the powerlifting world and that's fine. Um, I'm not either. But the, the idea behind it was like, hey, you need to have your hips down. You need to have your feet in a certain spot. You need to have your group in a certain spot. You can't go down up. You have to listen to rack calls and press calls and all this sort of stuff. Now, all of that stuff is fantastic and it matters if you're a powerlifter right especially on a bench press or a deadlift or whatever like all, all of the sports have different rules so if you're looking at at lifting and strength from a sporting point of view and it's, it's something you compete in 100% you have to have the right technique for that 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 federation or for that sport or whatever it is like you have to but if you don't compete in that thing it doesn't really matter right as long as it's safe you know so if you if you look at it so this this whole bench press thing like they're talking about the hips up for me in my sport so my my sport that i play or, or practice is jujitsu, right now jujitsu has a thing called a bridge and a roll and jujitsu is a very hip dominant sport right you do use a lot of arms but the the higher up you get in jiu-jitsu the less arm strength you use the more like hip strength and movement and and um i suppose momentum uh you'll use and it's not so much a uh a a one piece of your body doing one thing it's sort of everything working intertwined and together now i've always trained like this this is this is why i love kettlebells this is why i believe kettlebells are probably one of the most um useful tools to train your body with in an athletic performance setting but the idea say with a with a a bridge and roll right you are pushing upwards on your person so if you know it might be 100 kilo person might be 70 kilo person 130 kilo person doesn't matter But you got to push up and you're going to bridge up at the same time now when i do a bench press does it will it benefit jiu-jitsu for me to limit the amount of weight that i lift and focus on keeping my hips and feet stuck to the floor like a uh, powerlifting meet meat would like, I would argue that it wouldn't. I, I would say, hey, it's probably better off you do an extra four reps or an extra 10 kilos or whatever and have your shoulders all packed in safely and have it all that, you know, technically sound and safe. But if your hips come off and it's not, not affecting safety and it's allowing you to lift more reps and weight, like, why wouldn't I do that right it's going to transfer directly over to the sport that I'm doing it's going to help me get bigger and stronger faster and in all in all as well it's going to help me if I ever did do say a powerlifting meet like let's say I can um you know hip up bench 160 uh, as an example right I can hip down bench probably 150 right so if I can get that 160 to 170 the 150 to 155 should should still be there and I should find that light that that heavier uh, the the the, the, the powerlifting technically safe or sound lift will be easier to do in the in the sport and in the setting that it's there. So but that makes a little bit of sense. So that's just a little, little touch on it, but you've got a lot of different things where this applies. So in powerlifting, for example, you can't hitch when you deadlift. So you can't like, um, you can't re-bend your knees to get under the bar. You can't uh, like wiggle it up your body. In strongman, you can, right? Does that mean like if you were to hitch in... Training, like, is that cheating? I don't know. I think it's unsafe. I don't like hitching personally. I think it's unsafe. So I don't encourage it. But hey, if you're a strongman competitive, fucking do it. You got to do it. You got to go, right? When you got to go, you got to go. You strap yourself in and get, get in for the ride, right? If it's somebody just trying to get bigger and stronger, I think it's the the the, the safety to um, reward ratios out of whack, right? I'm like, say, I think, say, a bench press, for example, the biggest risks of a bench press is generally shoulders, right? I, I believe it's not really um, lower backs and stuff unless you've got a crazy arch. But the way I bench, like, pushing my feet in and hips come up and all that, like, it, it's not unsafe. It, it, my shoulders are fine. Like it's all, all good and it's fine. Um, so there is a, a safety risk we but all, but in a hitching deadlifts, I wouldn't do it. So, you know, like it, just because of the safety thing, I don't want to pull up really, really bad. Now, when it comes to like, say a, uh, a a snatch a kettlebell snatch or a push press or something like that you want to use and what you want to learn how to use all of your body as one piece so you learn how to transfer weight if you can imagine say a boxing punch where you transfer they transfer weight from their foot all the way up their legs all the way through their hips all the way through their torso out through their arm and shoulder into their hand into the guy's face right that's a transfer of force and the force starts at the foot it doesn't start at the hand it doesn't start at the shoulder it's through the whole body it's a whole body movement so a kettlebell snatch a kettlebell um clean and press a uh, barbell you know olive lift push press clean and press jerks all that same thing you're transferring force throughout your whole body and the better you can do that the the more weight you'll be able to lift. And also the the stronger and more explosive and more powerful you'll be on a neurological level and also on a muscular strength and power level too. Like it, it's it's a huge benefit in learning how to do that. You can just produce more force. Right. And the person who produces more force in the sports setting will win. Right. So there's all these things. Like if you're somebody who's like, ah, oh, bodybuilder, they they should do strict presses and they should, you know, really focus on slow, controlled reps. But if you're not a bodybuilder, it's throw that out the window. If you're trying to just get big and strong like and, and athletic, like you need to be a little bit violent in your movements. And it's not always going to be perfect, right? It should always be safe, but it's not always going to be perfect. Now, I hope that makes a little bit of sense. I hope you see where I'm going with that. But when you start to think of this whole idea of, I suppose, practical uh, cheating in a way, right? Think about how you can apply that to other other areas of your life and without going into a a whole uh a a topic on on modeling and um you know people some some in the the internet marketing world they call it funnel hacking and all this sort of stuff um some people just blatantly copy like i got people that literally i was telling the boys there's there's people in in the town and around the areas that have literally written word for word Like my Instagram bio back in the day, like I got that copied. I've had people that will, I I was, uh, changed, um, our, our gym name on Instagram to like Royal Fitness Back of Smash. And then within fucking three, three weeks, there was uh, everybody in the town had their, their gym and then Back of Smash. Like things like that will, will happen. Like copying happens, modeling happens, um, you know, and they say it's the, it's a form of flattery and, and it is like it's, it's what it is. I don't, you know, overthink it, but, if you think about like these ethical, I suppose, I suppose speed up ways and um, ways to progress forwards, there is other ways in the rest of your life to do that. So you've got your body right. And if you think about it, like just be um, practically smart. So if I'm going to do jujitsu and I can lift more and I say a bench press and if my hips come up, I don't care. I'm not even going to try and keep them down. I don't care. Just don't care. Straight up, don't care. With the lighter reps, yes, I'll do it because it's a warm up, but I'd I don't know, I'm even going to try and fix it until I decide to compete in powerlifting. Like when I did compete in powerlifting and I kept my hips down and still got green lights, right? Like it's it's strength is strength, right? The stronger you are in, in a sort of a cheat rep, I suppose, or a full body type of rep, it's going to transfer over to the other one as well. So there's that, right? If you think about like the mindset type of thing, like this is something that a lot of people don't think about, but a lot of people think that they're the only person with anxiety, with depression, with stress, with issues, with things going on, right? And there is literally like, like I'm always talking about the Stoics and stuff like that. Like that's, you know, I'm talking like 2020 years ago, right? The, The stuff that I'm reading and it still applies today. Like there is books out there that literally have the answers to your problems, Mentally, physically, like I, I gave a book out the other day. Um, one of the girls, she was she was saying about some things that are going on. I'm like, hey, have this, have this book. This book helped me a lot. I think it will help you, right? It's very, very, very accessible. Like you buy a book for fifteen bucks, twenty bucks, even if it's a hundred bucks. If it solves your problem, it's worth it, right? But a lot of people don't think outside the box. They just think, hey, look, you know, my mind's going to shit. I'm feeling really stressed. I'm just gonna, you know, try and bottle it down or distract myself through social media or whatever until it's fixed. There is literally thousands and thousands of people that have had the exact same issue and learned how to fix it, and they've written about it in a book, all right? So that's, that's one place, and that, that is a, a way to cheat the system, right? To speed up your own personal growth and personal development and personal progress. Um, podcasts like this, right? Same thing. If you, if you need somewhere to get your head right and you're like, oh, I'm going to ask myself a powerful question every day, and just i just listen to Maddie's podcast. Right. And that will help just fast track some processes for you. And it makes sense. Relationships, same deal. Right. There's people literally for thousands and thousands of years that have had relationships, right. That have had complexities in relationships that have learned how to um, work through those complexities. And again, they've written about it. Or there's, 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 you know, articles and videos and studies about all this stuff. So you can just literally look at it and copy it. And apply the the things that you think will help into your life, and it will help. I guarantee it. Now, business is the biggest one. Like I was talking about, people that just blatantly copy. They'll blatantly copy business models. They'll copy. You see people. Um, I follow a lot of internet marketing stuff, and I'll see literally like some of the best copywriters and the best salesmen and marketers in the world, and then I'll see like a ripoff version where they've just literally copied their ad word for word you got copied the ad you'll see people that have um like i know in, in america like business coaching is a huge thing and there's people that will literally copy the the, the the systems and and call it like a slightly different word but then they'll be like hey this is the model that we're doing this is how we grow the gyms rah 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 and it's i, I know because i've studied it and i know that you know the the big players i suppose i know that these little guys have literally just taken what they've what they've seen and just ran with it right so it's a way to to speed up your success and look it's one of those things like if you need to copy to start with until you learn copy or i call it modeling if you need to copy somebody's actions or behaviors or whatever plans business whatever it is like one i think you should give them credit for it i think that's a that's just the right thing to do but two you might you might need to copy their their systems and their methods until you are good enough to understand it for yourself right until you understand hey this is actually how I grow my business or this is how i how i run things around here so sometimes there's a little bit of a filling out process and that's where it's like i think it's good to sometimes try and cheat the system a little bit and learn from people that have done it, so you don't have to go through all their pains and their frustrations, and again, that all comes down to books, articles, courses, coaches, um, all of that stuff. essentially, for me, being a strength coach and a business coach and stuff like that, helping people do things in their body and helping people you know shift their mindset, helping people explode their business and all this sort of stuff like that's what I do like I basically just teach people the stuff that works, right like I've tested a lot of shit. And they don't have to test that stuff. They can just skip straight to the good stuff that's currently working now. Will that change in five years as I get better? Absolutely, hundred percent. Programs will change all the time. I'll continue to learn. I'll continue to grow. And it doesn't mean it's like, but like it doesn't mean it's what I've done in the past is wrong. It just means that I'm getting better, and that's how you should be as well. I think so. Anyway, that's some some things to think about now. As all that said, guys, what my question to you is for today, I want to leave you with something to think about, and that is simply where in your world, across your body, in your mind, in your relationships, in your business, in your farm, are you playing by a rule set that doesn't actually apply to you, aka keeping your hips down and limiting your gains when you could be lifting your hips, lifting more, and having a better transfer to the actual result that you're trying to get, right? Where in your life are you doing that? Like trying to, trying to walk a fine line that doesn't actually exist, right? And part two to that, who, who or what can you model or copy today and, and, and moving forwards that will help speed up your progress to take you and pull you and drag you towards becoming that person or having those results that you actually want to achieve? Right. If you can journal those things out, think about those things deeply and apply them, I think some really cool things will happen. I think some really, really, really cool things will happen. Anyway, that's all I've got for you today. I hope that helps in some way. And, guys, just as a, as a bit of a, um a sign-off and something to consider i have so the, the guy who I'm, I'm learning from with bench pressing in particular i've been talking a lot about benches because i get obsessed with certain things and that's what i'm studying at the moment and working on and all that sort of stuff the guy who i'm learning from his name's josh Bryan. i mentioned this in a podcast a few times a few few podcasts ago and um, he literally trains the strongest bench pressers in the world like hands down is. The best, right? Best of the best in the bench press game. Like he's got Julius Maddox, who, like, a, you know, he will bench press eight hundred pounds. He currently holds world record. He's got powerlifters, strongmen all across the world who are fucking ridiculously strong. Now, sent him a video. Sent. I've sent him multiple videos in my tra- in my coaching with him. Um, technique based. The first video I sent him, is like, "Hey, Matty, like, it looks really, really good. Can you flare your elbows out a little bit? Um, you know?" And he's like, "Your hips are coming up, but if you're not competing, it doesn't actually matter. Like, for what you're doing, it's perfectly fine." Sweet. So I fixed up my shoulders and it was and he's like, if you want to you know, you you pause on it really, really well, it's all looking really, really good. Your lights are tie, everything's good. Next time I did it, he's like, Yep, yeah, Maddie, perfect. Everything looks absolutely spot on, your paws looks fantastic, your elbows look in a good spot, wrists are on the bar, everything's looking really good, your hips are coming up, wouldn't count in a powerlifting meet. But if you don't care about powerlifting, if you don't plan on competing, it's absolutely perfect. Keep going. All right. This is coming from the literally the premium bench press guy in the world he's saying that so my theory that i already had is now being uh i suppose reinforced by a guy who is just straight up fucking smarter than me in, in that area and, and so it's something to to consider anyway if you're competing in a certain sport, you need to do the rules and follow the rules. If you're taking drugs and you're cheating, you're a fucking cheat. If you, uh, you know, getting failed and red lights in, in in comps, you need to fix that shit. Like, don't get it wrong, right? Don't get it twisted. But if you have an advantage that can help you and it is um, going to help you safely, do it. Hundred percent, do it. Why wouldn't you, right? If there's no side effects, there's no bad things going on. Why wouldn't you do it? Doesn't make sense not to. Anyway, that's all I've got for you today. I hope that helps in some way. Hope you're all having a great one. If you have any questions, please feel free to hit me up. If you are interested in training, or you have a friend or family member interested with in training, hit me up. We have we have limited spots at the moment because of the whole COVID stuff. But there is probably, I think, for the guys' side, there's uh, there's about six or seven spots, like in random times. We have a beginners group with a few spots. We have a few random times available, and with the girls, we have probably a few less. It might be like six or seven. Uh, no, it'd be about five uh, spots across the the gym in different times. Feel free to hit us up. Apart from that, once that's full, we'll we'll do our best to try and find new spots for people. But if they're full, they're full. We can't really do much until restrictions change. So if you are thinking about it, now's the time before we can't take you on and you end up in a subpar place um, where you don't actually want to train, which I'd hate for that to happen to you. Anyway, that's all I've got for you today. I hope you have a great one. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.